Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Good morning, good brother. Hey, it's all right, man. It might take a, might take a little while for you to come off the bad quiz. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, it'll take a little bit, but but I'll be cool. But you know what I won't be? I, I won't be a Cowboys fan. Cry, baby. Ha ha ha! Because you know that that this Mike Zimmer hire might slap like the rock. Oh yeah, man! Shouts out to the Cody crybabies out there. I love the cinema that's going down in the WWE right now. They was all up in arms. Now look, fantastic writing. Bro. Bro, I, and what's crazy about it is this is one of the few times where I don't know if this is if this is them selling it, if this is a work, or if this is real. Because, right. like, for example. The Rock stopped talking in third person when he started talking about his ancestors. Like, he was saying, my, my, my. And yeah, and that slap was definitely real. Like, that was, yeah, that thing sounded off. Man, I love um, it, bro. I so, love it. yeah, here we are. Heel Rock is back. Let's Heel go. Rock. Give, give me a mixture of Hollywood Rock and Corporate Rock, and we're good to go. Absolutely. The thing is, though, I think it's more Corporate uh, Rock than, than Hollywood Rock because Hollywood Rock still had, like, a sense of humor. This this rock ain't ain't, ain't true. around. True, like, true, true. That's no, a good point. Nah, yeah. Good luck, Cody. And uh, <laughs> as far as the Cody crybabies, and, and we say this lovingly because we lovingly. got a lot of love for Cody. Yeah, we say it lovingly. We got a lot of love for Cody. But if it's Cody versus the great one, I mean, come on, come on. I'm excited, man. I'm excited. I'm gonna have to hit you up for uh for Mania. Like I said, I'm serious about a watch party. One hundred percent. 100%. Absolutely. But before we get into the to the Zim situation, man, I kind of want to get your thoughts on this process in general cuz it seemed like like Dallas they had a preference, right? They had a preference of experience over anything so much so they reached all the way back to Rex Ryan, bro. Uh, grumble, grumble, grumble. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, I had already caught wind of that news like obviously prior but prior to it hitting, but I, I wasn't able to confirm it just yet. I was still right. doing some digging, and then it, it hit, you know, the the Twitter sphere, and I was like, oh, okay, so there it is. And first thing that popped in my head was, hell no. I, I mean, like, unequivocally, hell no. And then um, we had an episode of Cowboys Break. I think it was the next day. Yeah, it was the next day on Wednesday. And uh, Derek asked me and Ambar to rank the uh, our candidates based upon who the Cowboys had already reached out to and, and or spoken with. And I put Mike Zimmer right up there with Wink Martindale. But the problem with Wink Martindale was that he was already more or less being tied to Michigan. So, and you saw what happened with that. He's yeah. set to be their defensive coordinator. So for me, it was Mike Zimmer. And then below Mike Zimmer, you had the Ron Rivera equation. And I had Ron Rivera higher than Rex Ryan. I had Rex Ryan at the bottom of my barrel. And I know a lot of people were saying, well, you know, every time Rex is, is coached, he's had a top 10 defense. And that's that's true. But it's also true that Rex Ryan hasn't been in the league since 2016. He has been broadcasting since then, and he's been talking about feet since then. And he's been, you know, basically cutting the Cowboys to shreds since then. And But what he's not been doing since then is actually coaching teams. Whereas you've got mm-hmm. Mike Zimmer, yep. he, you know, obviously he's 
been in the league more recently, just departed the league uh, not even a couple seasons ago when he and the uh, the Minnesota Vikings split, and then he went and took an analyst consultant job at Jackson State. Shout out to Jackson State. Um, and here, here's Mike Zimmer back in the league, back in the Cowboys organization where he helped the Cowboys get their fifth Super Bowl ring back in the day. Mike Zimmer was in the uh, NFC Championship game against the Philadelphia Eagles in 2017, not so long ago. He's an NFC coach as far as he knows how to navigate this conference, whereas Rex Ryan, he's, he's an AFC coach, talk about the Jets, talk about the Bills. And there's something added for me for a guy that not only has been recently coaching, Will, but has also been in this particular conference and knows how to play against these particular organizations like the Eagles and the 49ers and, you know, so forth and so on. So all signs for me pointed to Mike Zimmer. He's coached a 4-3 and been successful. He's coached a 3-4 a, a in the Parcells and been successful. He's coached Ring of Honor guys, Hall of Famers, DeMarcus Ware, for example. Just being one example, I, I wish as of last night I could have said Darren Woodson, but Come the hate on, continues. Jeez. The hate continues. Uh, but that's for, that's a conversation for another day. Shout out to Woody. We love you. Uh, but when you look at Mike Zimmer, of all the candidates the Cowboys interviewed, including Aiden Dirty, which obviously I have a lot of love for, this one just made the most sense, especially being that the Cowboys need a, a coordinator that can come in here and doesn't have a learning curve. So Dirty would have had a learning curve as far as being a D.C. Yeah. Uh, Manuel, even Manuel from the Jets, he would have had a little bit of a learning curve to get him back to being into the D.C. role. But Zimmer just comes in and he's able to kind of hit the ground rolling. So he gets through his installs and he got a better chance of the defense being at uh, top gear before the first trimester of the season is over as opposed to standing there in the middle of the season still trying to figure out with a younger defensive coordinator, where are we going? Speaking of Woody, you know, which is a travesty, still not in there, but but Woody talked about, you know, shock. The system. I love that he said that, by the way. He has no idea why I love it, but I love the shock the system thing. Zimmer is going to send a shock into a culture <laughs> shock, I think, into that locker room. You you, you know this more than any of us because you're down there every day. You're in that locker room. You know how much those guys love Dan, and, and you're probably aware of, of how Zimmer is. Just what type of culture shock is it going to be going from Dan Quinn to, hey, everybody, how we doing, everybody, to, to Mike Zimmer? This is uh, and what you heard was 100% my evil villain laugh. Like <laughs> your Joker laugh. Right? It's yeah, it's uh, it's exactly. Well, I self rouse. Like, ah. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, there it is. There it yeah. is. Culture shock is the perfect phrasing, and that's why I phrased it that way. As far as previewing the possibility of Mike Zimmer, Dan Quinn, um. Players guy, players guy, 100%. Yeah. Uh, and guys will run through a wall rightfully for Dan Quinn. This coaching style is much different in the aspect of Quinn has softer edges. Mike Zimmer doesn't have soft edges, right? Mike Zimmer is going to come in, and he, he's the he's the old-school ball coach. I compare him to the Nick Sabans of the world, the Steve Spurriers of the world, those old-school ball guys where it's just like, why aren't you doing your damn job? Either do your damn job or I'll get someone else in that spot who will do the damn job. And, mm. And so it's going to be – it's a complete 180 from coaching style from Quinn to Mike Zimmer. But also, like I said on Cowboys break, this might be exactly what this defense yes. needs at the exact moment that it needs it. It needs that hard nose, that that rough-edged 
you know, a character trait from a, an old school ball coach who's not only who's not coming in kind of green behind or what behind the ears and the defense looks at him and like Demarcus Lawrence and Michael Parsons, these talented veterans look at him and say, Oh man, you you're coming with all this this smoke, but what have you done? You can't say that to Mike Zimmer. You can't say it to Mike mm-hmm. Zimmer. Because Mike Zimmer has done it, and he's done it with guys who are better than the guys who are in the locker room right now. Again, the DeMarcus Wares of the world, Darren Woodson's of the world. Uh, and when you look at the linebacker core, the Dat Wins of the world, the Dexter Coakley's of the world, the list goes on and the list goes on. So not only does Zimmer have the stripes to back up the smoke he's about to bring, but he has the smoke uh, as well. And I think that's just going to benefit the Cowboys. This is a defense that, for the most part, they excelled in takeaways. They excelled in pressuring the quarterback. But what they struggled in was number one, linebacker play, and sometimes being out physical. Talk about the game against the 49ers, for example. Um, so I think that added level of physicality and consistency and being physical and punching other guys in the mouth, that's what Mike Zimmer has historically done with the teams that he's been on, and that includes the Minnesota Vikings. So, something else that's that's interesting in the words of Cody you know, DQ, he, you know, he was at the table in the booth, but but Zim, he going to be on the field cooking at the table. So that's different, too. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, that, that's another thing, right? Ah, Cody, Cody cooked with that. He one. didn't. He <laughs> that was live <laughs> last night. He was like, y'all arguing about who's the head of the table, but nobody's been cooking for two years. Ooh, oh, that was that was right up there with what Big Time Beck said to real. That mommy's going to be on bottom with that. With yeah, that was crazy. They, they was throwing some zingers, man. Okay, all right, folks. They folks, start, they my bad, football. my bad, my bad. We got to focus. We got to focus. Uh, all right, so when it comes to Zimmer, uh, you talk about style of coaching. Also, he is not, like you said, he is not a uh, a coaching box kind of guy. He's going to be down there on the field. He wants to be in the thick of it. He wants to be able to, to feel the energy and, and the air of what's going on and be able to adapt in real time yeah. uh, in his particular way. So, again, this all just goes to culture shock. Uh, and this is something that the Cowboys' defense is, is going to have to acclimate to, and they're going to have to acclimate to it quickly. But I promise you this, if they buy in and they buy in quickly and they buy in fully and the Cowboys' uh, front office can give Zimmer the personnel he's looking for because this is a linebacker's guy, one big thing about Zimmer's mm-hmm. defense is this, linebackers are key. They are stars of his of his defense. So, He's coming into a situation where the Cowboys linebacker core is in dire straits. So, again, perfect match, perfect timing. Hopefully they give him the same, you know, carte blanche that they gave Dan Quinn as far as what Dan was able to do with the safeties unit. Now they need to do that with Zimmer with the linebacker core. We got Patrick Nosey Walker, DallasCowboys.com, joining us for the scientific method. Uh, Another kind of maybe something that we're not really thinking about right now because it's not technically official and all these other things. But the assistance, I feel like that's going to be key. Um, every coach wants their – every coordinator, I should say, wants their guys. And I kind of want to talk to you about a couple that, if you had to guess who remains and some that you know maybe look to be replaced. Uh, I, I know that's a bit touchy because these guys are under contract, but that's just the realities of it. He's going to want some of his own guys, and I'm already thinking of a particular name that he could replace. But who are some guys you think will be here? Who, what are some <laughs> positions? Let me just say that. I'm just going to say the position – what are some of the positions yeah. that you think that he may want to bring in his own guys? I feel like you have something on your chest. You I do. I got something on my chest. Would off. you like me to get it off? Oh. I can get it off if you want. No, nah, we, 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 we let it cook. We let okay. it cook. All right. Let it simmer for Zimmer, right? So <laughs> simmer for here's Zimmer. Where, That's great. Here's where I am with it. Um, 
top two, you got to keep L. Harris, and you want to do your damnedest to keep Aiden Dirty. Uh, as it stands, they are hell-bent on keeping Al Harris, which is why they blocked Dan Quinn and the commanders from being able to interview him uh, for a lateral position, in, in, which is offensive line. No, not offensive line. I'm thinking Lunda Wells. They blocked Lunda Wells for offensive line coach. But they blocked uh, the Al Harris interview for possible uh, defensive backs coach in, in Washington, and that's because they want Al Harris to remain in Dallas. And for those that are wondering, the Cowboys and any team can block an interview unless it's a promotion but Dan Quinn doesn't have a position that he can promote Al Harris into because Joe Witt is already the defensive coordinator, right? Right. So that's one. So number two, everybody knows, and I put it out there as well, Al Harris loves DQ, and he said he followed DQ to the ends of the earth. But keep in mind, that doesn't mean that he doesn't love Mike McCarthy, whom he played for, earned Pro Bowls under, and Mike McCarthy's hiring of Al Harris predates the hiring of Dan Quinn in Dallas. So he's a McCarthy guy, and McCarthy wants him to stay. So as Zimmer comes in, Better believe Mike McCarthy is already sitting down with Zimmer and saying, I know we got to shuffle some things on the staff. You're going to want to bring in some of your guys, but this guy, Al Harris, has to stay. So hopefully that, you know, they come to terms on that. Aiden Dirty, he's going to feel the same way about Aiden Dirty. Um, but Dirty is a little bit different because he's getting interest outside of the building. Uh, two or three teams, I know the Seattle Seahawks interviewed him for the D.C. position uh, earlier this week. He's waiting to hear back from that. But I'm confident – and I expect that if Dirty doesn't leave for a D.C. position, that he will remain in Dallas. Fingers crossed on that. Now, as far as the others, you're, you're, looking, at, you're looking at a shakeup. I mean, you're looking at a shakeup. I think the strength and conditioning coaches, I think they're, they're solid. They're good to go um, because that goes to the training staff, Brett Brown staff. I mean, they just do a phenomenal job overall. So I think they're set. Uh, but when you start looking at, um, like, assistants like Sheriff Sheree Floyd, love Sheriff, but – you know, he's being interviewed by DQ. The Cowboys are allowing Dallas, him to, yeah. which, hint, which hints largely at the fact that they're comfortable with letting him find a, another opportunity so they're not as all in on him as they are Al Harris or like an Aiden Dirty. But then you start to go down the line, linebackers coach, Scott McCurley. What, I, I know. That's why I said I'm going to let it simmer for Zimmer. <laughs> I, I, I was going to get you there. Yeah, I was going to get you there. So Scott McCurley, you got to wonder what what's the situation with Scott McCurley. We talked about linebackers coach, or oh, we're talking about the linebackers position being in dire straits. Some of that goes to personnel. You know, to be fair to McCurley, it's not his fault that LVE, you know, suffered a career-threatening injury. Uh, it's not his fault that Overshone tore his ACL. It's not his fault that Rashad Evans didn't pan out. So all of these things are true. Those are not his fault. But what he is accountable for is uh, inconsistency with the second year of Damone Clark. Damone flashed, but he didn't take the, the full leap like we thought he would. Um, you could give McCurley and Quinn credit for um, being able to turn Marquise Bell into a flex back as they did. However, asking too much of Marquise Bell as far as lack of size is concerned, um, that goes to linebackers coach. So just things like that that Mike Zimmer is going to come in, he's going to come in and look at, and he's going to go down the line at each position. But I think the only two guys that are absolutely safe in this equation are Al Harris and Aiden Durden. Oh boy, man! You dropping a whole lot there. Now I know you dropped your article yesterday, but you got to. I'll more? throw one more thing in. Please, I'll please. Throw one more thing in. I feel like this is a perfect opportunity because Al Harris didn't interview for the DC job in Dallas, nor did he interview for a DC job anywhere else. And we we fully believe, and I say we because I mean you, myself, uh, and all of our compatriots who have who do this and do this job well. 
we all believe that at, at a certain point, Al Harris is going to be capable to be a DC. Mm-hmm. I just don't feel like he's comfortable into stepping into that role yet. So here's an opportunity for a transitional period for him. I feel like with Joe Witt leaving, you should look into, if you're Mike Zimmer and Mike, uh, Mike McCarthy, you should look into promoting Al Harris from defensive backs coach to secondary and pass game coordinator mm-hmm. to allow more control from him for that, that passing defense, allows him to work more with the safeties in conjunction with his cornerbacks and gives him another stepping stone towards D.C. I think it's a win-win-win situation. So I say that to say keep an eye on that because that's not off the table either. I think that's a fantastic idea because, you know, we, we, we all get caught up when we break down Mike Zimmer's X's and O's. We get caught up with the front seven. But for me, it's what he does on the back end that, that really makes his defense pop. And we've seen what Al Harris can do with these corners. Now, if you give him a little bit more control, like you said, working with a mastermind like Zim, I mean, that means he'll be around a couple, you know, high-quality defensive minds. And I feel like that pairing could be a, a really good one. I, I I can see Zim coming here and saying, oh, no, we're keeping that guy. Yeah, and, and think about it from, from what the capacity of what you just said because – when people think about Mike Zimmer, they do think a lot about the front seven linebackers, yeah. defensive line play, Daniel Hunter, and things like that. But what people fail to remember is the fact that Mike Zimmer was defensive backs coach yep. at one point in Dallas. And here's a name. Here's one of the defensive backs that he coached. Here's one of the cornerbacks specifically outside of Darren Woodson in the defensive backs uh, situation, Terrence Newman. T. New. Do you remember that guy, right? So T. New. So this is a guy in Mike Zimmer who is very proficient and also coaching up very talented cornerbacks. And guess who he's inheriting? He's inheriting Trevon Diggs and Deron Bland, and hopefully they get Gilmore back. So if you get this kind of a mind and then you look at Al Harris and say, not only are you sticking around, but I want to empower you more to help me on the back end with the passing game with my defensive backs on the whole because I've seen the success you've had with the cornerbacks. Oh, this, this, this can be something special. And, again, Ladies and gentlemen, we're this is not us trying to sell it. This is just simply objective analysis. It's reporting it, and yeah. If, right. If the Cowboys do these things that we're talking about after the hiring of Zimmer, then this will be an extremely successful and more consistent defense. But, again, these things have to be done, and that also includes free agency. Bring me a guy like Bobby Wagner to add to Mike Zimmer for one example. Free, you know, and then go from there. The draft. What are you giving Zimmer in the draft? You got to be a little bit more creative with a, with fewer picks because you traded two of those away. But again, it goes to personnel as well. He yeah. can coach up whatever you have, but the better things, the better personnel you have, the more he can coach it up. So all things have to align. But you know, it, it's now or never for the Cowboys, especially for McCarthy. Absolutely. You got any Science Lab uh, articles dropping? I know you just did something yesterday that was pretty big too on the Zimmer thing. So if not. Please direct them to that article. That that's the science. That's okay. The, that's the science for this week, which is uh, go to DallasCowboys.com. Last night I laid it all out as far as what Mike Zimmer brought to the Cowboys in his first stretch, uh, and what he brings to the Cowboys in his second stretch, and why he was the decision against the other candidates, and what this means for each of the three levels of defense. What this means for Mike McCarthy, and just. You know, what it means for the Cowboys going into 2024, assuming they get all the other pieces in place. So that's on DallasCowboys.com right now. Go check that out. I appreciate you, Pat. You enjoy your weekend, and and I'll probably be hitting you up to talk to you more about what happened yesterday, man. I'm excited for the WWE right now, bro. 100%, (laughs) man. Dusty loving it. Yeah, 80. 
All right, man, that's Patrick Nosey Walker, DallasCowboys.com. Again, with you, bro.